Hi, this is Elliot Fishman. This is part three on liver masses, and this will be the third of the third part. So this is going to be the conclusion. I finished the last talk speaking about what uh, simulates malignant tumors, and I showed you a couple cases like uh, bacillary angiomatosis. And let me just follow that pattern along, thinking about what can simulate tumors. Now, of course, one thing that at times can simulate tumors is unusual reconstruction algorithms. If you use MIP, you can create all sorts of vascular lesions. So I'm not going to speak about pseudo-lesions created by different uh, reconstruction algorithms, but that's something to consider. What I look at in this case is a very unimpressive MIP set of images of the liver. And think about this case for a second, and let's think about amoebic abscesses. Typically, we say amoebic abscesses have uh, cystic lesions with an enhancing rim, edema around the lesion, typically solitary in the right lobe, but can be multiple. When we think about amoebic abscesses, we also think about other type of uh, infectious processes like hydatid disease. Hydatid, more common in the Mediterranean basin, not uncommon in South America. Humans acquire disease from eating contaminated food. Eosinophilia is common. Now, in Baltimore, we don't see many hydatid disease cases. When we do, it's someone who's come from an area that's been endemic. But this was a great case. Um, I'll show you in a moment. When we look at hydatid cysts, the way we recognize them typically is lesions are commonly calcified, and they may have daughter cysts. Calcification in more than half the cases, daughter cysts in three quarters of the cases. Again, single versus multiple, only liver involvement versus other multi-organ involvement. But look at this lesion in the left lobe of the liver. Looks like a teardrop. Arterial phase imaging, it measured 50 Hounsfield units. Non-contrast, 50 Hounsfield units. Late phase imaging, 50 Hounsfield units. There was no vascularity. There was no neovascularity present. What could this be? It, you know, it didn't look like a tumor, but what could it be? What is so avascular that it's solid but doesn't change and an answer to that question is infection this was biopsy because we thought about a tumor as well the patient had some weight loss and a funny history the patient didn't give us any real history it was only later on that we found out after we had the biopsy that the patient had traveled to mexico six months earlier had only been in mexico a few weeks i don't know what she was doing in mexico but it does make the point that sometimes liver lesions easy to recognize can be difficult to identify as to its specific etiology and i've learned a lesson if you have a solid lesion that does not enhance better think about infection although that is really rare other examples of infection you know we talk about how the liver can be uh have multiple lesions present so Again, the differential is metastatic disease typically versus um, abscesses. Again, can be very difficult. Depends on the clinical history, which can be helpful. Patients febrile. But again, there is some overlap. Now, one of the things that gives you lesions in the liver and spleen is lymphoma. You look at this case, you say, aha, this is a classic example of lymphoma. Big spleen, liver's big, multiple lesions. That's the definition of lymphoma. Well, the process that looks identical to lymphoma in the chest as well as the abdomen is sarcoidosis. And sarcoid is a great mimicker. I've seen many cases. Sarcoid, liver lesions, splenic lesions, TNTC, number of lesions, classic for sarcoidosis. Here's another example. Now, sarcoid may only involve the liver, but in my experience, it involves liver and spleen together. I've even seen it involve the kidney, but you've got to think liver and spleen. Also, the case I showed you has no adenopathy. I've seen cases with extensive adenopathy. 
Other things that can simulate tumors would be uh, vascular structures. So this patient has a large hepatic artery aneurysm, nice rim calcification, and you could see it through multiple phases. Now, if you have an aneurysm, particularly with non-contrast CT or an aneurysm that's thrombosed, it can simulate pancreatic masses, it can simulate liver masses. So indeed, you want to be very careful, especially if you're looking at a non-contrast CT. Once you have contrast CT, it makes it easier, like in this case. Also, if you have rim-like calcifications, although hepatomas and other tumors can calcify, when it's a rim-like or ring-like calcification, you better be thinking of an aneurysm or pseudoaneurysm. In the uh, pathway of vessels, let's also comment going beyond the hepatic artery aneurysm to hepatic AVMs. Tortuous vessels, you really have to think about the possibility of an AV malformation. This is a very, very nice example of an AV malformation. Often due to prior biopsies or trauma, you can see perfusion changes. Here's a second example of an AV malformation. Again, on 3D, it's very easy to recognize the feeding and draining vessels. You can see the perfusion changes very nicely. Now, I will admit this was an incidental finding, and you can confuse it with a vascular tumor. But when you look at the 3D, it's so easy because you recognize the really lobulations, the very classic findings that you see with an AV malformation, be it in kidney or in the liver. And so in this case, we're able to make a very, very specific diagnosis, basically because of the 3D mapping. From the axial imaging, it just wasn't possible. Another example, look at this vascular lesion. You can see it, it's here on early phase imaging, it's kind of very vaguely seen. And we look at the venous phase, it's better seen. And if you follow its course, it's a hepatic vein, portal vein fistulae. Most of the time, this is due to trauma, often iatrogenic trauma. Another thing that could simulate a vascular lesion beyond these uh, things like uh, aneurysms or fistulae relate to a process, a really great case of hot spot in the liver due to SVC syndrome. Classic location in the falciform ligament very very bright the key thing here is to look at the subcutaneous tissues there are multiple collaterals present that's because the patient has svc syndrome and collaterals are going there you also see collaterals at the level of the diaphragm you can see them very nicely feeding into the liver and here's a couple more images that nicely show you this process so again classic location I will admit I've seen a couple of cases now of a hot spot in the posterior right lobe of the liver, but again, the extensive subcutaneous collaterals were there. I mentioned before pseudo lesions. Here's my favorite example of a lesion left lobe of liver, quote unquote, differential hemangioma, hepatoma, you name it. Well, guess what this lesion was called? Many people call it the base of the heart. When you do MIP and you just shave the images incorrectly, you can create a pseudo lesion. And this is a great example, something you do not want to be pursuing uh, by any means of the imagination. In saying that, hopefully we've gone through a large variety of lesions. We've looked at many different lesions, malignancies, things that can simulate malignancies. And so we'd like to end this by basically looking and saying that in terms of looking at the liver, Optimal examination requires proper scan protocol, dual phase imaging, the use of 3D mapping is very critical, understanding of the different types of liver tumors are critical, and hopefully we've been able to share a lot of that with you this morning. 
And hopefully you've enjoyed this three-part series. And with that, I'll sign off and say have a nice day.